Hello, and thank you for joining us. This is Brian, your host of the Parish the Thought Show. The opinions of said host and our guests have not been sanitized or scientifically tested, so please consume at your own risk. Ladies and gentlemen, and whoever else is listening, welcome to the show today. Uh, what I'm doing today is a ask the experts in regards to the current state of the economy, uh, locally, federally, whatever, whatever they have to offer. And uh, so I'm talking with a couple mortgage lenders and uh, brokers in the Utah County area. My first guest today is Allie Bills. She is the loan officer and branch manager for Intercap Lending, and you're based out of Orem, correct? Yes. Okay. Allie's got eight years experience in the mortgage and lending industry and started in 2012 by taking over her parents' mortgage business and has risen to the ranks. Currently, she averages about $40 million a year in loans, uh, nothing to sneeze at and pun totally intended. Welcome, Allie. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for having me. Uh just a real quick, maybe just a brief, you know, what you do, what are the things that you do in the, in, you know, as a loan officer, branch manager, and then, you know, what do you do and why? Well, I actually got into the business just because I, I really wanted to get my parents out of the business. They were working 70 hour weeks um, in their sixties and they spent their days and nights seriously disturbing people. And when I, I was coaching college basketball at the time and I just thought uh, there's a few ways that I can help reprieve their their hours and, and the strain of work on their life and ended up going in and working with them. And after one year, it was kind of interesting. My mom got sick. Six months later, my dad had a heart attack. They're both doing great, by the way. But it was, it was meant to be for me to go there and to learn a little bit from them. Um, and why they did what they were doing, I could see the value in... Um, this job because it, it provided an opportunity to, to bless lives, so many lives. It is a lucrative business and you do put a lot of hours in to earn every penny, but honestly, the, the greatest value comes in just being able to positively affect lives and change income situations for people that um, enable them to, to provide and to reach their dreams and to have hope. So uh, my parents were great examples of that. And I stepped in with the best mentors in the world because they're really their focus was on blessing lives. Excellent. That's a, uh, that almost makes me want to cry and we could probably end the conversation right now, (laughs) but getting back to the state of our current world, um, we are in some pretty interesting times for sure that none of us have ever experienced. For sure. Um, Yes, there's been craziness in the markets before, but not on a scale, at least with the concerns and worries that people have like we're having now, um, you know, with their health or, you know, worried about catching this lovely virus or sharing it with people that they love. Um, of course, now the, you know, the economy is being affected with this whole, you know, shelter in place, stay at home, stay safe orders that are popping up all over the place. Um and again, you know, I, I don't want this to come across as a, like a sales pitch for, for getting a loan or mortgages, but just kind of educating people on, you know, what, what the state of affairs are and, you know, those that may be buying, those that may currently be a homeowner, you know, some, just some counsel, you know, perspective on, on what you're, what you're seeing and how you would talk to people. You bet. So you know, I do a lot with new construction, um, investment purchasing, commercial construction, lot loans, uh, but mostly just single family residential, uh, first, second, third homes, jumbo market. But regardless, um, it's important to know that 85% of our retirement is going to come from the equity we have in our home. And real estate's proven itself over and over for years and years that aside from, from gold, it's the best long-term investment. And right now, our market's strong. This is different than 2008. Um, obviously, how long it takes to come out of this will deter- be determined by how long we're in this. But we have a lot of preparation that took place and some great financial success as a country as a whole. But Utah itself is, has been so successful because we're such a diverse economy. We, we don't make our money just on hospitality or oil or 
some of the, the ways that other states really have maybe one source of, of revenue and they're really struggling. So first of all, Utah is an incredible place to be, even in a time that's so difficult, we have a lot of strength and a lot of income flowing through the state because we are so diverse and, and the tech world has really helped with that as well. But, but not to forget that our long-term has to stay in mind as, as far as our financial situation. Buying a home right now if you can, if you can afford to buy a home right now, you're you're really putting money in a savings account that's proven itself over and over again to perform for you long term. And people are worried about a recession, and you know what causes the recession is obviously short sales and foreclosures. And right now, we have some incredible uh, lending companies that are offering forbearance opportunities for people so that they're skipping. Um, not skipping payments, but they're allowed to have repayment plans, 30, 60, 90 days, and people should be taking advantage of that. Call, call your service provider if you've lost income, if, if you've been furloughed in any way, um, or, or even laid off, and see what, what they can do for you. That's going to show up as a modification on record and not as um, a deed in lieu. We're not going to have the short sale foreclosures, and that's really what kills our market uh, and then they'll reevaluate after that 90 day period and every servicer is going to handle that different. And so you make sure you communicate with them, but that is a phone call you should be making if you're worried about not being able to make your payment. Uh, this is my personal opinion, but I don't see house values going down um, because there's still great comparables in the area. Only if sellers start to get antsy and afraid that they can't sell, will they start dropping prices, which could then hurt the market a little bit. But right now with that, that forbearance and that reprieve, we're not seeing the short sales and the foreclosures, which ultimately is what drops our values. So the housing market's strong. It's a great place to invest your money right now, um, probably even more so than the bank or even obviously the market at this moment. But um, there's ways to consider that as well. Um, so the... The, you know the fears that people may be having what what are are you getting um feedback from from clients and people that you're working with or what are you hearing anything other than you know what we're hearing on the on the stupid news or, or what do you, you know what, surprisingly enough we're seeing people continuing to sell and buy it might be sitting on the market a little bit longer just because you're not getting the um open houses and the on-site um opportunities that we've had in the past, but homes are still moving and people are still listing and people are still buying. And, you know, there is a high number of unemployment and there's still people that are um, in good financial situations and moving money through our market through buying and selling is critical. But one of the other great aspects of being a homeowner is being able to take some cash out right now. We have incredible equity in our homes. And so being able to be a homeowner so that when come, times come like this, you can get a line of credit against your home. You can do cash out refinancing or um, obviously a refinance allows you to skip two months of payments without even having to get a forbearance option. There's just so many positives to owning a home. But as far as the fear, I see people a little hesitant only because of the unknown of, of what's going to happen in the next three to four months, but also Instead of being fear-driven, you know, there's there's an element of just being faith-driven. I mean, the human race is powerful and we show good things. And over time, again, owning a home has proven itself to be an incredible investment. So right now, to your benefit, we are seeing really good interest rates um, in the conventional market. And our government rates are a little bit higher. The reason being is they have to supplement any payments that are not um, – given by the buyer. So there's just not the financial backing right now. Our government uh, rates have gone up quite a bit, just more to discourage people from going that route. Um, if you're in a conventional loan, there's a forbearance, which means that you can get 60, 30, 60, 90 day reprieve, but, but that's still on you to repay that. And on those government loans, uh, the servicers take a huge hit because they make those payments, whether you can pay them or not. And so you're seeing those rates go up and that mar market start to uh, narrow a little bit. Um, Intercap Lending actually came out yesterday and we, we do service a large amount of our loans and we are putting together and have put together 
uh, awesome pricing and rates for our uh, veterans and our FHA uh, clients, our, our government loan clients, so that they can take advantage of this opportunity to continue to buy and to refinance um, without being penalized uh, through, through this time on interest rates. So we're going to service all of our government loans that are right now, and we've taken the initiative to drop pricing and, and create a product still available at Intercap, which, which I don't know and haven't heard of that happening anywhere else. So basically, hang tight, hold on, strap your seatbelt in, and uh, and uh, just kind of ride this out and, look, and be calm. Look, be calm and carry well, and on. Well, look at the big picture say. and look at the long term. I know, you know, so much right now is is just to be careful and um, to be mindful a little bit more, but also know that this is a gift of time, and and through this adversity that we're going through, incredible things are happening. Um, developments being made and things that ultimately are going to help us in our own personal life and our businesses just by being forced to work from home and to maybe slow down or change perspectives. And so in the end, I think you're going to see a lot of good that comes from this um, as well as take advantage of this gift of time and not to have it again, be fear driven. We're strong going into this. We're in a different situation. We have, you know, there is money in the government that, that will, will provide, but at the same time, be educated and know that that you are in a good situation to get into um, real estate investing and the housing market and uh, to use that as a long-term savings account for you. Excellent. Um, that's great advice. I appreciate that. Um, and I appreciate your time today. Any final thoughts before we wrap this up? I just say to stay positive through this and to maybe pick out one or two things that um, you feel like you can take away from this unprecedented time in our lives and, uh, you know, to stay confident in the preparations that were made in going into this um, for, from you personally, but, but also you have people around you that are, are willing to help. And I think again, um, I feel blessed to be in this industry just because it is an opportunity to consistently bless lives. And one of those ways is to help you buy a home, help you establish your retirement through your equity and to refinance you for a reprieve if, if that's something that you need and uh, couldn't be more grateful and totally willing to help. Well, excellent. Um, you're a class act for sure uh, in the time that I've known you. So I appreciate you coming Thanks, on. Brian. I appreciate your time. And uh, we will chat with you again. Okay. Thanks, Brian. Have a great day. All right. Thanks, Allie. Uh Bye-bye. All right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, My next guest is Austin Ingersoll, and he is the current branch manager uh, for Security National Mortgage in the Lehigh office. Uh, Austin has been in the lending industry for over six years. He was Rookie of the Year while at Academy Mortgage and achieved the level of President's Club, which is $24 million in volume, in his second year. Last year, he broke the $100 million mark for loan volume and was in the Scotsman's Guide for Top 1% Producing Loan Officers, or excuse me, Loan Originators in the Country, and aka, I think he's the original Loan Slayer. Austin, welcome. Uh, thanks, Brian. The Lone Slayer, I like that. <laughs> Happy you're here. Um, what? Share uh, me a little bit about why, what you do, and why you do what you do in this industry. Uh, why this? Good question. You you mean as far as being a loan officer and why I do it? Yeah. What? Why do you wake up every day wanting to do this? Ah, uh, you know what? It's it's a rewarding job. It you get to work with clients. You get to work with uh, builders who are very influential people in the in the community, as well as real estate agents. Um, I got into the industry because one of my best friends uh, is the is the team leader at the Keller Williams and Orm. Um, and so, ideally, I got into it to to work with him and spend more time with my friends and feel like my network's grown and my friendships have grown and, and just get to work with a lot of really cool people. And I get to help borrowers and clients accomplish something really great and that's home ownership. And so, you know, anything I can do to help them make a decision that 
benefits them, helps them set, be set on the right path financially. You know, I like being a part of that. Excellent. I'll accept that answer. <laughs> I can um, work with guys like you. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's debatable. And up for, uh, up for uh, the jury's out on that one, I guess. Um, well, I'm having you here today as well as the other guests because um, we're in, in kind of an interesting, crazy time um, where, you know, with this virus overtaking the whole world, something that um, none of us have ever seen before in our lifetimes. Um, yes, there's been ups and downs in the economy, but nothing on this scale in terms of, you know, the reaction and the panic that's ensuing around the world. So I wanted to just have you share your insight with the listeners um, you know, maybe targeting uh, current home owners or people that are maybe looking to purchase home apartments or investment properties, or you know, what's what's your perspective on on why they should still do that, um, given the current uh, state of affairs that we're in. Well, okay, this is you know, there's probably a lot to be said. Um, regarding the market and what's happening. And I think there's probably lots of different opinions on what's happening as well. Uh, if I had to just state what I'm personally trying to accomplish, um, I, I do feel like we're being, the, the, I guess leading up to this Corona, the real estate market in Utah um, was about as strong as it's ever been. Our job growth has been phenomenal and it's as strong as it's ever been. Our financing and banking industries are as strong as they had ever been uh, leading up to this corona and this quarantine that's been kind of government enforced. Um, so, so the way I'm looking at it and, and you know, some of the reports I've seen are stating, hey, look, this isn't a true recession. This is, this is kind of a government enforced recession. Um, and, and once the quarantine's over, there will be some, some effects, right? That, that, like that the day that we come back from quarantine, um, we're not going to see everything be back to normal. It'll take a little bit of time to get people back into work, back into jobs, back into spending money. Um, and so, you know, with that in mind, what I'm trying to accomplish is, A, I think it's a big opportunity for, for people to actually um, as a mortgage guy and you as a real estate agent, I think it's a pretty good opportunity for us to go get, capture market share because there's definitely going to be people that um, use this time to, to, to work less, to, to work less hard, to, to, I mean, just use it as an excuse to, to not be doing business and to be taking a break. Um, I think those people are going to miss the boat because I do feel like as soon as that recession is over or the, as soon as the quarantine's over and we start coming out of this recession, I do feel like it will come roaring back. Um, and, and I think anyone who's positioned to capture business at that point will be, will be just that much better off. And so we're out there just trying to get clients to talk to us, to look at rates. Hey, look, this is what they're doing. So mortgage rates are another conversation. Um, they've been all over the place, uh, as, as people have known, but because of the volatility and what the government's trying to do with mortgage rates, it's captured a lot of news media, which has triggered a lot of attention that I've been getting from past clients or friends and family or people that are hearing that, Hey, look, rates are, we're trying to get rates lower or, or rates are on the, are, are decreasing. So it might be a good chance to, to buy or to refinance. And so I am getting a lot of attention. So that's one of the big positives. Um, my personal business hasn't slowed down at all. Um, people are taking out loans, which to me is the number one indicator of what will happen in, uh, well, with just the overall recession, right? To, to, for us to stay economically stable and to keep having a positive effect on uh, the overall economy, what needs to happen? We need to have consumption. And for consumption to take place with the way things are set up now, pretty much you need to have financing in place to do consumption. So car buying, um, houses, uh, stuff like that. You, you got to be able to have loans and, and enticing loans. So, you know, which means interest rates. So I sent out a little email to my whole entire agent and builder network the other day, just kind of letting them know 
the statements that the government's made. And to sum up that, that email, it basically said the government's going to do whatever they can to a keep keep the economy afloat uh, and to keep mortgage rates down, meaning they're going to keep buying mortgage-backed securities and, and give banks and investors the security they need to be able to buy these mortgages that you know we create and sell. Um, and by doing that, it'll keep rates going down, which will entice buyers to keep buying houses. Uh, as far as clients go, um, I think if you if it, I, I think people are are obviously they're in a little bit of a panic mode right now they, because of the unknown. But I don't see this being like a two-year, three-year recession. I think this I see it being like a three-month, four-month recession. Um, and it's again not a true recession. It's not one that was created by what's happening in the economy. It's something that was created that's happening in the medical industry, the medical field. We're having a, a virus is putting everything on this pause or this halt, which obviously will have an impact on the economy, but that's what's creating it, not not bad mortgages, not bad house buying, not lack of jobs, nothing like that. So so I um I think it's going to be very short term and I don't see the market actually changing that much, especially in the builder world. So I was talking to one of your guys' clients uh, at Arrive Homes just maybe two or three days ago and they were worried about their appraisal coming in well six months from now. But what they have to realize is that Arrive Homes sold what? How many houses did you guys sell in January, February, and March? Brian, do you know? Uh, Jan I know January is 52. I don't know what February, March is. I think March was 30 and I think, I think February was around 45, right? So, and, and these borrowers were one of those clients at that time. So when these clients go to, go to close on their house, they're going to get an appraisal done uh, based off the comps of all those other houses that sold during January, February, and March, not off of any, I mean, those are going to be the comps. So to say they're going to lose equity or that they might lose out on financing or what, or just, that downshift in the market, I think, is is really, really speculative. And I don't think that's really going to be what happens because all of the comps will be the same houses for the same prices that sold during that same time period. Um, and I think right. by the time we would see any type of detriment effect, I also already think the economy will be will be back and, and be as strong as it ever was. Um, I was talking to another economic expert who um, was saying that, hey, you know what, a recession like this and a little bit of a forced recession might be the best thing for us because it will, it might slow everything down for two or three months, let everything catch up. But what it could do is it could put out any true recession that the economy might face for a couple extra years now. Like, like us taking this little dip will, will push out any type of real recession for uh, uh, a longer period of time. So, any questions so far or am I, am I answering your, your questions? Oh, that's, that's perfect. No, I just, I just wanted to kind of get your perspective on, you know, on the pulse of what, what people uh, are hearing and, and, you know, if, if what people are hearing in the media is, you know, accurate, you know, quote unquote accurate, you know, it's just, that's, I just kind of want to just set people's fears aside or, or just kind of ease or you know, explain, you know, what's going on from, from, you know, in the trenches, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, people can, can be confident in moving forward with, you know, with a home purchase, if that's what they're willing to do. Uh, yeah. I, I actually almost think there could be an argument to be said to clients coming in and, and talking about it, that, that, um, especially considering what's happening with rates. So rates right now are getting to all time lows, right? Which makes affordability that much easier. Uh, and most home purchases, no one's buying a home for a short-term flip, right? I mean, I mean, people do do flips, but but we're talking about when you're building a new home or you're buying existing for your family, you're not looking to flip this home. And so you're not looking to make this short-term real big equity gain or equity loss for that matter. And so, you know, over time, houses will always appreciate because the demand for them and the ability to build them and all of that. Uh, as we've seen for the last 150 years, real estate always appreciates. And so it's always a good, a good buy. And I think if you have this long-term 
mindset, then you wouldn't really have to focus on any type of three month or, or little teeny blip of a recession due to coronavirus. I don't really think that should impact your decision making. I do think, um, you know, that there might be some people in panic mode, uh, sellers, for example, I've noticed uh, through all of the agents and group threads that I'm in, um, I don't, I actually see the same number of buyers. We, we really haven't lost that many buyers, but what I have seen is a, an, an incredible amount of people wanting to list their house and, and people already in panic mode willing to drop their price to, to sell their house. So I do think if you're a buyer, you know, there, there's going to be some opportunities for you. So just the, the cooler heads will prevail. Okay. So sit back and enjoy the ride, I guess, is the, uh, is the council. Cause yeah, yeah. I mean, be open. And don't. Yeah, that's that's so. That's what I'm trying to do. I um, I mean, I know it's only two or three months, but two or three months for a business perspective can can make or break a company. And so we are trying to limit our expenses right now, um, in case. But again, because I do builders and refinances, I, I don't know if I'll face that. But but I am trying to limit my expenses and and just trying to protect my cash flow to some extent. But it'll only be that's, that's just wise counsel anytime. Yeah, but from a personal standpoint, I'm really, um, I, I, I think we're gonna wake up a few months from now and look back and be like, yeah, what well, was all that fuss about? Um, yeah. And every when everything kind of gets back to normal, it's but you know it's still not normal. You're seeing nobody at the grocery stores. You're seeing nobody. All these other things close. It feels a little weird, and I think that's adding to the hysteria. Yeah. It's the unknown. So, um, no, that, thank you, Austin. I think that's a very good, you know, summing it up of, you know, what you're seeing. And, and I think that's very helpful to, uh, to listeners. So I appreciate your time, sir, on that. Any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, no, I, um, I, I really like what Arrive Homes is doing right now um, with their policies. If people go under contract, they're giving them extra time on their earnest money and their decision making. Uh, if they're canceling after their due diligence period, um, the ability to uh, cancel and lose, you do lose your earnest money, but, but if you go back and go under contract, you know, six months from now, eight months from now with arrive on that lot that you had under contract, they, they give you all that money back towards, towards your purchase still. So I think that's, I think it's little things like that that are going to help separate um, successful people from non-successful people. Right? Like just, so it is a little bit of a market shift and we might see a little recess, but I think it's mostly just a little bit of a market shift and doing things a little bit differently and creatively and to make people feel at ease during a two, three month period is, is going to make all the difference and help people with help people like arrive. Uh, hopefully businesses like mine will, will adapt and find little creative ways to get in front of clients and be ready for, for when that, when we come out of it and, and the market starts roaring back. Excellent. Um, thank you, Austin. I appreciate your time today. I think this has been very helpful and uh, we will chat with you again, sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen, my next guest is Bruce Tucker. He's the CEO and managing partner of Berkshire Hathaway Home Elite Services for Utah County and has been in the real estate industry for over 25 years and has probably forgotten more about the industry than most of us will ever learn. So welcome, Bruce. I'm glad to be here, Brian. Thanks for having me on your show. First off, uh, why, do you, why do you do this? Why, do you, why are you in the real estate world? What is it that you love about it? Well, that's a great question. Um, I appreciate you asking it. You know, it's, uh, it's something I've thought about a long, for a long, long time. Um, if you really want to get to my core, I'm a, I'm a little bit of a religious guy and I don't need to bring religion into your, your meeting, but it is who I am. So I'm going to bring it. Um, so I really believe that if you think back, if, if I was talking to somebody and they asked me why I do what I do, I really, I think that if I look back in my life and look at the house that I grew up in and all the people that, that um, influenced me in my life came from that anchor in, a, in, a, in, in real estate, in a home, in a location. And I really believe um, we as realtors play a part in a bigger plan. Uh, we're part of helping people find that home that will have impact in their lives and have impact in their children's lives. And I can tell you from an agent who's practiced for a, lot, a number of years that that experience is real. So 
you want to get to my core, that's what I do. What I do is we help families, help families find that, that magical place that they call home. They need a place to grow. Right. Well, so. and especially in this time frame, um, home is, is becoming, I think a more of a central part of people's lives. It's, it's what they're living in every day. It's who their, you know, their lifestyle is affected by it. And so, you know, I think it's really important to have a great place to, to, to call home. So. Perfect. I like that answer. We'll, we'll accept it. <laughs> well, whether you accept it or not, it is what it is. It is what it is. So I, well, I, I'm having you on here uh, doing this little, not a series, but uh, just interviewing other agents and lenders uh, just kind of about the times that we're in. Um, you know, as I've stated before, none of us have ever experienced a time like this ever. And it's uh, putting people on edge, a little nervous, a little worried about, you know, health, lifestyles, things like that. Um, economy, of course. And, you know, how the, you know, will it bounce back? When will it bounce back? You know, what do we do if we're wanting to buy a house or build a house? You know, where are we at? Where are people at? Um, so tell me, you know, what's your, your perspective on, you know, if someone's on the fence or worried, you know, what kind of counsel? you have for them? Well, it's a great question. I mean, it's something, again, like we talk, we think about every day. These are definitely times we've never seen before. I've been through a few recessions. Um, nothing um, like this. No, you know, nothing that has affected the whole world. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I'm very optimistic. I'm an optimistic person by nature. So uh, my answer will probably be a little bit more on the optimistic side. I think definitely it is time for someone in this environment, if you're thinking of building or buying a home, to think, to think, really think about your decision. Um, I, I would put people in a couple categories. Number one, I mean, people have to move. Um, sometimes that move is, you know, generated by a loss of a job or a gain of a job, and sometimes it's just time to make those decisions and moves. And I think if you're in that environment and employment um, is not really something you're concerned about, um, in the sense of you know, if you're going to lose your job or not, I think, you know, you got to make these moves. I think there's some great opportunities in the market for folks that, you know, are in that category that, um, that, that will, they'll see, they'll see uh, availability of property that they, you know, let's back up a minute. Six weeks ago or eight weeks ago, or you were asking me, we would be saying, Hey, we have low inventory. We have multiple offers on properties. Things are crazy. We're still seeing a lot of that, but not to the, to the effect that we had eight weeks ago. So, there's some, there's some opportunities for people who are buying in today's market that they didn't have eight weeks ago. And it's caused by the, I'll call the pause, the, you know, the pause in our marketplace and the pause in the economy. Um, so, I mean, I think there's some great opportunities, some great buys out there. Uh, we're, like I said, we're still seeing it from our point of view. And so if that, that's one category. If you're in that category, I'd say press on. Um, the only advice I'd have, probably the only limiting factor that may affect buying and are selling right now is just the, the lending side of stuff. There's been, you know, lenders are deciding how they're going to behave in a market like this. And so there's some uncertainty there, but if you're certain you have a job and it looks pretty you know, good that you'll have that job for a pretty, pretty good time, I would say continue going forward and get after it. If you're somebody that's a little on shaky ground, I think you got to maybe think through that decision and, um, you know, identify is this, is this, are you increasing expenses that maybe you don't have income for, or are you, you know, making a decision that is, you know, short-term decision or a long-term, it's a long-term decision, make the decision, you know, buy a property and stay in it. There's, there's so much evidence around owning real estate and owning property in a community, whether you're employed or not employed, or I mean, just being part of a community helps, um, helps in times like now. So generally speaking, I would say good time to buy. Excellent. The, the perspective and pulse on, you know, like our Utah market, is that, is that ind indicative of the rest of the country or are we kind of a unique environment? Uh, I think we're kind of in a, in a somewhat unique environment. I mean, we have, um, as a Berkshire Hathaway home services company, that's we're connected to lots of brokers across the country. And fortunately, our leadership in this company um, are connecting us together and we're hearing all sorts of stories across the country. So um, we're a little bit unique in, in some markets, they've been completely shut down, um, you know, by government in essence, you can't show, you can't, you know, it's almost impossible to be a real estate agent. Um, we're fortunate in this environment in Utah that our government sees 
um, a way to you know stay home but stay safe. And we're most of us, I'd say, not 100% of the agents and brokers I know are practicing um, safe real estate, for a better word. Um, we are, you know, using all the precautions. We are doing lots of conferencing, lots of showings virtually, doing all the things that we can do to stay in business. And so Utah, I don't think we've seen, we'll see, a, I think we'll see a tail effect of this down the road a little bit. I think we're probably eight weeks to, you know, uh, 10 weeks out from where we'll see a little bit of a bump in the marketplace. It all depends on how fast the, the national economy gets kicked back in gear. And uh, we'll see some of it, but I don't, you know, we're in a unique market. We, we came into the market um, with not enough supply and a ton of demand. And we're still seeing that now, even our, I mean, we're, a, we're a larger broker in Utah and, you know, our numbers, um, internal numbers, show that we were on budget if not a little bit above for the month of um, March and we are over budget as far as what we have in the pipeline going into April so and that's excluding all of our builders that we work for so the builders we talked to seem to be um, you know on pace if not you know selling properties at record bound so that's our perspective okay um, is there any you know as I wrap this up any question that I should have asked that didn't that maybe people need to hear? Well, it's great. I mean, I, I definitely think it's a time to make a good decision. Um, um, I don't think you should be scared to buy and sell in this environment. Um, again, if you have a job and you have employment, um, there'll be opportunities. If you are uncertain there, then, you know, I mean, you wouldn't make that decision if you were uncertain in a normal market. So stay calm. Um, trust your your realtors out there that you're your trusted advisor um, we'll get through this and I think um, you know um, it'll just be a depending on how fast the economy gets back up and running I will say this it's you know this will change and has changed um, really how we interact with one another for for good I think um, I mean I'm a, I'm a person that loves to be around people and it'll be interesting to see how going forward we interact business and, and transact business in more of a virtual environment. So um, we're optimistic. We're, you know, we've, we've done the things in our brokerage to make sure we're, we're practicing um, safe real estate and, and making sure that our, our employees are staying home best we can. And we're still open. We're still plugging away, come to work every day, but stay away from people, wash my hands a lot more. So just, you know, do our part. So um, stay positive everybody and, and let's get through this. I think we're going to see many introverts become extroverts and extroverts become introverts possibly. I, I would agree with that. You know, I would agree. I appreciate you, um, you know, putting on uh, your show and talking to people and, you know, giving a perspective of what's going on, but we're open. We're, we're ready for business. So. Excellent. Well, I, uh, I thank you so much, Bruce. Uh, this has been really, really helpful and I uh, hope it'll uh, help some listeners out there and I appreciate your time, sir. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate you. Okay. We'll talk to you later. All right, everyone, our final guest for this uh, episode is Aaron Dressel. He's the principal broker and owner of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate Influence Partners and has been heavily involved in the real estate industry for a better part of 20 years. And uh, we won't hold this against him, but al although originally from New Jersey, yeah. he's a dedicated Chicago sports fan and hopes to one day play for the Chicago Bulls. Maybe not next year, but someday, people. Someday. Yeah. Welcome, yeah. Aaron. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate you being here, sir. Uh, first, first quick question: um, Why, why, why are you in the real estate industry? Why am I in real estate? Why do you do this? I was uh, two classes away from going to dental school, and I decided I did not want to be a dentist. And I ended up uh, graduating in entrepreneurship, Spanish, and business, and worked as a consultant for a couple of years. Uh, for a little bit, I'm a marketing consultant, and then I got my real estate license. Got well, this would be kind of cool. I could walk into a house and know if it's a good deal or not. And so that's how I got my real estate license, and then it kind of turned into a full time thing, and it just kind of took off from there. And so at the time, I actually owned my own company, and I sold that when I when I started to take off. My real estate business started to take, like get some traction, so I sold the other company, and then I've just been focused on real estate ever since. So, yeah, excellent. A long time ago, but. Um, 
been quite the journey. Uh, apparently it has, and we can talk about that some more later. Um, the Basically, the, the reason I've got you here is, you know, you're the final guest in a series of, of experts talking about the market. And, you know, based on the current situation that we're in, it's kind of a panic for a lot of people. Um, yeah. For obvious reasons, this is something we've never experienced before in our lifetime. So, I, you know, to be worried and concern, concerned is legitimate, I think. Uh, but I wanted to just basically speak to prospective home buyers, current home buyers, and, you know, and everyone else in between on, you know, what the market's doing, what your perspective is, you know, why it's important, why they should be concerned, why they should buy, if that's something that's, uh, you know, on their radar for something to do. Uh, sure. So my, my feeling on the market is uh, a feeling that I always have had with markets, and that is the market is just the market. Like, it, like, I don't have any, like, pros and cons to it, right? Like, it, there's, like a, there's not a positive or a negative to it. It's just, it's a neutral. The market, to me, is always neutral. And by that, I mean that there are always opportunities to be had in any market. So whenever the market fluctuates and changes and adjusts, because that's just what markets do. They, markets are always moving and changing. They're just, that's what they do. And that's how they work. And so... Um, I think the hard thing is when people try to, to they get comfortable with a certain type of market, the market shifts and adjusts and they start to freak out because it didn't stay the same, but it never will. And so and when the market starts to adjust and shift, now this is an interesting market because there are some different factors out there that are causing this market to potentially change and adjust where we haven't like, I mean, that's not something that we're, it's commonplace. And so, but at the same time, like, there are certain principles that still stand in, in any type of market. And so I think you look at whenever there's uncertainty, whenever there's chaos, it creates opportunity. And so when you're able to look and see what the opportunities are, then that kind of changes the perspective of what the overall market's doing. And so the hardest, the thing, the, the, the thing about real estate is like life continues to happen and people will still need to move for various reasons and for various situations. So people are still gonna be getting married, people are gonna be getting divorced. People are gonna be born, people are gonna die. Uh, people are gonna lose jobs, people are gonna like, have to change, people are gonna need to downsize, people, need to, people are gonna need more home space, they're gonna to need to move to different locations. Like life will continue and people will have to make adjustments accordingly. Now, uh, what I've found over the years is that uh, December has always been one of my busier months. And I say that because uh, in the beginning, I, I'd have other agents would tell me, well, December is like, like no one does anything in December, it's the holidays. And I found the opposite. I found that a lot of agents would take December off and I was really busy in December. And what, what happened in December, I found, is that December brought out the real buyers and sellers. Like, nobody lists their home for fun the week before Christmas because they've got nothing better to do. Like, nobody looks at a house on Christmas Eve because they've got nothing else that they could be doing. It's because they have to be buying and selling. But they've got other factors that are creating that to happen for them. And so, and I've been really busy over the years in December because... Um, I'm still working and I'm still focusing on people that can help in that time. Now, there are a lot of people who in the, in the month of December will say, you know what? And we'll just wait till after the holidays. Like we're going to, we'll pick this back up after the holidays. Like just table this, like we're going to, we'll, we'll sell in a couple months in the spring or we're going to, we'll buy in a couple months when like, it's not, we're just so busy right now. And I think right now what you're going to see with the market overall is you're going to see a couple months of December. You're going to see a couple months of people who really need to buy, who really need to sell, that are still going to be in the marketplace. And you have a large group of people that are going to say, you know what, I'm just going to wait. Like, let's just play it out. Let's just see how it goes. Um, and they're kind of hoping for different aspects. You've got some people are thinking, oh, I hope the market just tanks. The other people are like, oh, I hope the market, like, I hope I can sell my house for a really high price later. Um, you got a lot of people that are kind of hopeful of whatever the market is going to do. Um, my personal feeling is, is that we are in a unique market here in Utah 
where there's still a lot of people that have been trying to move here. There's a lot of, there's been a lot of job growth in certain segments and sectors in our, in our marketplace. And I think you're going to see that continue to grow um, after like this thing kind of settled. And so you're going to, it's like, so you might have some pent up demand that's going to occur. And I think you're going to have a lot of people right now that they might've been buyers over the last couple of months, they've been beat out on homes and they're going to think, you know what? Like I'm going to, I'm going to play right now because a lot of other people might be sitting out. I want to take advantage of you're, And you're seeing that in certain price ranges in our market right now. The, the homes that are taking a little bit longer and they're kind of sitting there a little bit longer. It seems are the more expensive homes, um, which is super surprising because you think of the buyer pool of that. Many of them have probably taken a hit in the stock market. They probably had their, their financial situation kind of rocked a little bit. Um, and I think you are, you're going to have some aspect of people down the road, depending on how things play out. They, they, uh, and what their saving situation looks like, they might need to sell to capitalize on their, their equity in their home. Cause to they're looking at that as almost like, here's my worst case scenario. If I can't get, keep, keep my business going and I can't keep my job or whatever it is, I've got some money sitting in this home that I can sell and I can use that money. And I think you might have some people that might need to adjust some things depending on the type of business they have and, I mean, if they've owned several different restaurants and that's getting hit right now really hard. Um, so I don't know, there are a couple of different random thoughts overall. Um, I think that what it does for the real estate industry, in particular for agents in particular, is it creates a unique opportunity to really provide a, a good guide and someone that people can go to as a trusted resource to help navigate uncharted territory. Whereas um, a couple of years ago, the talk was like agents are going to be gone. And like, that was like kind of the outsider talk was, yeah, you're, you're, you're outdated. No one needs a, a, a skilled person to help us in the situation. And that's, that's always the talk when the water is calm, but when the water starts to become a little bit more turbulent, then you want a seasoned person at the helm to kind of understand what's, what's ahead. Our, you know, you said our market's a little bit unique. Um, but generally speaking, is this, you know, are we seeing a similar strong, you know, real estate market around the country as well? Is it just a little pop? Uh, yeah. I mean, you see like, I mean, each market's going to be unique in its own setting. I mean, you look at a Vegas market and that's a huge entertainment industry. I mean, people travel there, People stay there, people eat there. And so how many people are employed by the casinos and the restaurants and all the entertainment? And that's a huge workforce that's going to be affected because of the lack of things happening. Um, you have other states that have very different regulations when it comes to how they handle real estate and all these different things. And um, I mean, like Pennsylvania, like pretty much shut, shut it all down. Like they wouldn't even like let houses close. You won't even like, it's like froze everything. So you have people that were trying to buy and sell and they're not even allowed by the government to even do that, which it's an interesting, it's an interesting approach. And it's like, it's creating some huge, huge issues because of that. Um, so I think one of the nice things is that the, that Utah is a very proactive state in, um, in dealing with businesses and they're, and they're able to um, have a, a larger, a more forward-thinking approach of dealing with things. And then you have a lot of companies here that are tech-based, that working from home isn't going to disrupt the entire company to the same extent that some other industries might in other places. So, um, and then Utah, I mean, especially with all this talk of stay at home and like people are going to be more inclined to want to be with family and be around family a lot of families that are based here and so it'd be interesting to see over the next couple of years if because of all the situations if it's going to cause more people to want to move back to utah to be around family so who knows yeah because they, you know, they can work remotely and yep. yeah yeah like, why would they want to live now why would they want to live in uh argentina when it's like they're like holy cow this government's so crazy i mean we're over this like i don't know i'm just using random examples but like why would i want to live in this foreign country um, I want, I want to live in like South Africa and have like my borders like locked down and like, I can't even be around my family. Like, I just, I, you know what, I'm just gonna work from, from home. I'm going to get, I'm going to get out of here. 
So, so who knows how that will play out? I mean, just using a couple of countries as just random examples, but it'll be interesting. I mean, we yeah. have like whether it be like less expatriates living a, 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 abroad because of this down the road. Who knows? I don't know. So yeah, yeah, it's a wait and see thing for sure. Um, in, in wrapping this up, is there is there anything that maybe I should have asked that you want people to know that I didn't? Oh, um, no, I think, yeah, I think the thing that's like, that's critical right now is, um, for people that might be listening is that, uh, like there are people who are willing to help give guidance in really uncertain times. And so some people, when they look at it, they try to educate themselves. They might go online and, and that's not always the best place to get like all the information because you're getting so many different various sources and, and a lot of times people have agendas with all that too. And so, um, but if you can talk to people who are actually in the trenches that are actually dealing with the day to day and they can give you like more real, I mean, it's, it's amazing and fascinating to look at. Even if I look at in the last couple of days, the amount of homes that have come on the market and the amount of homes that have gone under contract. It's fascinating. When you look at the real numbers, like there are a lot of homes that are still coming for sale. A lot of people still sell them. A lot of homes still going under contract, which is not the approach that you would think if you just watch the news, you'd think that the whole world is shutting down and no one else is doing anything, but that's, that's not the reality of what's really happening. Well, you said it before, you know, life still goes on and the needs are still there and there's still a shortage here and people still need, still need a house. It's the only one. Yeah. They've got to live somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's uh that's perfect. That's a perfect ending to this, this, uh, this little segment, Aaron. So um, yeah, I appreciate you coming on and sharing your thoughts and your wisdom. And cool. uh, well, thank you. we'll chat with you again. Thank you again for listening to the Parish to Thought show. We would love your comments and feedback on our website at briankeithparish.com slash feedback. If you love or hate what you hear, please give us a rating on whatever platform you find us.